Welcome to the Midwest Government Podcast. I'm Alex. I'm Tim. I'm Nick. Today we are going to be talking about some more nerd drivel, because we just can't get away from it. <laughs> then we're going to do a full review of David Leach and Chad Sahelski's John Wick, starring Keanu Reeves, one yeah. of my favorites. Uh, before we get to all of that, feedback midwestfilmnerds.com, uh, write us, let us know what you think about the show. Go to midwestfilmnerds.com for all 98 of our previous episodes, um, at MFN Podcast on Twitter and Instagram, facebook.com slash midwestfilmnerdspodcast, uh, 248-7335-MFN, which is 248-7335-636. So... After weeks and weeks of rumors of comic book movies and that kind of thing, uh, Marvel comes out today to pull a DC and drop information on basically nine new movies, or eight new movies plus one that we kind of already knew about. Uh, they did it with a little more money, though, and rented out a theater and didn't put it out as a press release. So, uh, just to go through the lineup real quick here, Captain America Civil War is coming out May 6, 2016. Doctor Strange is coming out... November 2016, I'm not going to give the exact dates. Guardians of the Galaxy 2 is out May 2017. Thor Ragnarok is coming out July 2017. Black Panther starring Chadwick Boseman of 42 fame is coming out November 2017. Avengers Infinity War Part 1 is coming out May 2018. A Captain Marvel movie is coming out July 2018. An Inhumans movie is coming out in... Uh, November 2018, and finally, Avengers Infinity War Part 2 is coming out in 2019. So DC's got two years on Marvel with how far they've announced their uh, <laughs> movies into the future. But, quite an info dump. Very similar to what DC did last week. Uh, so, so Tim, you, you kind of you wrote out a few things here uh, that, that you would like. We're going to do some fill-in-the-blank. Okay. We'll go around the table and fill in the blanks that, <laughs> that Tim has written for us. So, number one here. Marvel's press conference today has you feeling blank. Nick, how do you feel? <sighs> Exhausted. Tim. Overwhelmed. <laughs> I, I would say Marvel's press conference has me... Uh, Feeling like the bubble has burst. <laughs> <laughs> or it will soon. Um, and we'll go into a little more in depth. I was going to say, yeah, if you want to go. Uh, the casting, uh, the, the potential casting of Benedict Strange, Benedict Strange, Benedict Cumberbatch as Doctor <laughs> Strange is blank. Nick. Uh, exciting. Tim. Safe, but uh, good. <laughs> but good. Appropriate. Appropriate, yeah. I will say... Uh, <laughs> Not who I wanted. Good. <laughs> uh, number three, to catch on with mass audiences, Inhumans needs to be blank. Nick. That was a tough one. Yeah. I know my answer. Okay. Uh, to catch on with mass audiences. I think it needs to be... It needs to be fun. I think it needs fun. to be like, like maybe like a late, like kind of an adventure, epic adventure romp. Okay. Yeah. Something kind of John Cartery, Tronny, maybe, but more successful. <laughs> so, uh, so maybe not those. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I had fun Stevie. in my Guardiansy. Guardiansy. There you go. Yeah. There you go. There you yeah. Go. Uh, I. I. My. My blank. My fill in the blank would be a Vin Diesel vehicle. <laughs> uh, well. 
there's there's a lot of room for politics within humans. There's a lot of there's a lot of room for like kind of political intrigue and like kind of Game of Thrones in space. Okay. It's all about a royal royal family largely. So maybe making it two adventures, two guardians, it might not be the right route. I don't we'll know. See. It really depends what they want to do. Yeah. I think it could be a blast. Yeah. Um, number four, the biggest box office surprise of this group will be blank, and the biggest let letdown will be blank. Do we have any any kind of commanding leads here? I'm gonna say letdown. Honestly, I think the letdown is gonna be Thor. I think Thor three is gonna do the least out of all of these, probably. Okay. <laughs> We're talking letdown financially, or just like financially? Yeah, I was thinking financially. Box office, box office letdown. I think the surprise is going to be Black Panther. Okay. Um, the letdown. You're probably right. Probably. I was going to say surprise Black Panther, letdown Thor. Yeah. I think uh, yeah. Strange could could be a surprise if people if if they kind of tap into. With into Benedict, I feel like it's not going to be that big of a surprise if it does well. Maybe. I, and, and to be honest, I wouldn't be surprised if Black Panther did well. I'd be really happy, and I'd be proud of, of the movie going public. Yeah. But in terms of, like, if, if... I think if Captain Marvel does really well, I would be flat-out surprised. That's true. And, yeah. I, and, and I hope it does, and so yeah. I will... That's I'd my, be surprised, actually, if Inhumans did really well, too. That's yeah. Bad. I mean, like, as Tim said earlier in the group text, he said, would you say Marvel... Marvel announcement, colon, goodbye, casualties. <laughs> <laughs> well, pretty much. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Uh, they threw a lot out there today that even, like, and I've read, but I, even I was just sitting there going, like, I don't remember much about the Inhumans. Like, <laughs> <laughs> going from a Modox 11. <laughs> um, number five here, Tim, you're going to have to help me out with this one a little bit. Ant-Man was a blank? What, what were you intending? Yeah. Ant-Man was... Oh, I don't even remember, but Ant-Man was gone. <laughs> he wasn't there. He's in Phase 3, right? Ant-Man's Phase no, 3, right? He's, he's, a, two. he's technically... By the slides they were showing, he's Phase 2. <laughs> because apparently the phases don't end with Avengers movies. Anymore. So then I'm going to say Ant-Man was written off. Yeah. Okay, so Ant-Man was Phase 2. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, and yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't think Marvel even knows what to do with Ant-Man right now. It'd be awesome if for 2020 they had Ant Man reboot, like <laughs> slated in there. Oh god, Ant Man 1.5. That would be ridiculous. You see Paul Rudd's reaction. <laughs> it's okay. like, yeah, all right, that's cool. Fell apart. Um, all right, and then finally, Tim. Tim's final uh, question for us here. <clears throat> you would rather see Captain America renamed Captain America blank? Well, just because. Nobody seemed when we were talking earlier. No one seemed real, real jazzed. Maybe that's what yeah, in, about the Civil War. In, in the past, in, in the past episode or so, I think we kind of got Willie and Nick. We kind of really got the thoughts out on there as to why we think Civil War is a bad, not not a bad idea, but just not where we want it to go. Yeah. But a not good idea. <laughs> okay, so Captain America blank. What, what do you what do you think it should be? Should it be Serpent Squad as they faked uh, at us. <laughs> I, I don't know well, why what I, mean. do I wish it was or what do I think what, it what do you wish it was from? I wish it was just Captain America 3 just give me, okay. give me Captain America 3 it's funny I'm kind of not does it have to have a song? well I was just thinking like that would be the plot of, like you would rather see it go like a different okay, like route yeah. where would you rather um, the plot like Captain America the wolf one he turned into the wolf <laughs> in the comics <laughs> <laughs> 
the Serpent Squad is dumb sounding, but something alluding to the the Serpent was it Serpent Society or Serpent Squad? Serpent. It was probably Society. Serpent Society. Yeah. Okay, because Serpent Squad sounds really bad. Sorry, <laughs> I, I think Suicide Squad. And Monster like Squad. Um, <laughs> yeah. Serpent Society would be kind of cool because some of that stuff in the comics has been neat that there's been this like really elite group of villains kind of pulling strings within Hydra mm-hmm. and if they're still even though Hydra itself is gone there's still this like cadre of really nasty crime lords that would be kind of cool but I don't know because I feel like the the ultimate Captain America story has kind of been told yeah, in Captain so. America too like yeah. it's they've got to go smaller I think for the third one I mean you know the the tearing down of <laughs> Hydra's That's it's kind of big you know well the, ta- the tearing down of S.H.I.E.L.D. S.H.I.E.L.D. yeah Hydra's still out that. there, apparently. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Tim? I, I came up with this and had no answer. Um, so, my favorite, I liked when, uh, I wanted it to be Captain America and the Falcon. And then I liked back in the 70s, they used to, like, go around New York and Harlem. And so it would be, and they used to take care of, like, drug pushers. <laughs> and so it would be Captain America and the Falcon clean up the streets. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Captain America three the streets. <laughs> Pretty much. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I guess this is kind of a problem. If I'm like, I want Captain America three to be Captain America. Okay, what do you want it to be? I don't know, <laughs> but, but not that. Like that's so ridiculous of me to be like anything but that. It's like that thing Rick said earlier. I don't like this thing. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no one no. cares. I don't have a particular. I, can't, I, I think they should keep it Civil War, but it should be. They should try to ape the Batman v Superman crowd, and it should be Captain America v Iron Man. V Iron Man? Yeah. Uh, stay of, of freedom or whatever it's called. I don't even <laughs> you called it Attack on War on Freedom. War on Freedom. <laughs> yeah. Which is a great name. That's There you go. I didn't get that joke until now. <laughs> That, that was what I was aiming for. I like that we're talking Tim's about... Just going, oh, we're just talking about stuff like earlier in the day, too. Stuff from our group text <laughs> that no one else is privy to. <laughs> we just have to start publishing our group text. <laughs> open <laughs> open group text. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, I don't know. What Do we want to do anything particular? No, you know what? I would want Captain America 3 and I would want Baron Zemo to show up. Oh, yeah. To be kind of doing like a new, like a neo-Nazi, like, like Hydra kind of resurgence thing. That would be sweet. I like that. To have Cap, Cap with a new a new generation of Holland Commandos going around just stomping ass over in Europe doing his thing. Well, okay. Mm. That would be cool. I'm still wondering about how they're going to tie up the Winter Soldier. <clears throat> like, is Bucky going to be found and dealt with by Avengers 2? It just happens off screen. I, I mean, Nick Fury's around in Avengers 2, I think. Yeah, so, he is. We saw him. Yeah, so I... That's... <laughs> That's my biggest question is, I think after seeing Avengers 2, we'll have a much clearer picture of where things are going and why Civil War is going to happen. Mm-hmm. And Probably. Do we want to talk about the fact that there's some diversity now? Yeah, there's we've like, got... There's a black person and a woman well, in, a, in a movie. And we're, we're assuming that Captain Marvel's going Main to be characters. a woman-led, woman-led movie. <laughs> It'd be <Yeah>. really <laughs> too much of a bitch slap to be like, we're going to go back <laughs> to her father. Classic Feige. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's exciting. Right? It's, it's really exciting. It's after Wonder Woman, though, right? Um, yeah, Wonder so Woman's supposed to be like... beating it out the gate, yeah. yeah. Or no, it might... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so... Do we... Okay, 
<laughs> we do like we did come down on liking the Benedict Cumberbatch. Was I gonna say? Um, I wanted to back up. Like I wanted to go into depth on a couple things. I, I I don't I don't I'm not. I don't. I don't care for the... I think Benedict Cumberbatch is awesome. He'll probably do a great job. I don't know him that much. I don't think it's super exciting. So... It's yeah, not. it's just, like, way too good. Like, it's too good for me. I wanted so, I wanted to be surprised by a casting choice they made again. Yeah. So... I, Honestly, I would not be surprised whatsoever if, in a couple days, they're like, Hey, uh, Blank is playing Doctor Strange now. And Benedict was totally not true. Because they've done that before. Yeah, they've done it with every movie they made. That's yeah. why I like the Joaquin one so much. And the, yeah, like I thought that was an interest. I think I, that was yeah, I think I, I I would have been excited to see that. I personally, the person that I think would be interesting and it would be cool to see somebody new take on like a fresh face take on instead of like plugging in big star. I think the dude Prince Oberyn from Game of Thrones, Pedro Pascal, should absolutely do it. Okay, I think he kind of fits the build. He gets the smarm that, mm-hmm. that, although we're not getting an origin Doctor Strange, so maybe that's not quite as necessary anymore. But I don't know. It would just be cool to see somebody who's not particularly known head up that temple of of uh, Phase Three. But yeah, you know, I don't know. You want? Do you have anything else that you want no. to delve into? In what about, let's take a look here. <laughs> uh, no, Ragnarok. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know about that one. Can't wait to see what Loki does this time, guys. Well, I, what they in the Q and A, it sounded pretty cool because it's there's that, a character named Ragnarok. Right? That subtitle is actually kind of exciting yeah. because yeah. either way, either the actual way. Norse mythical event of Ragnarok is, and, could be insane, and yeah. that's what he hinted because Thor might what, die. Yeah, that's what Feige hints toward. Is, Everyone might die. Loki, yeah. Thor, Odin, all and Asgard might just implode. It's kind of sweet. <laughs> I, I honestly, I think I do want to see Loki's head just get crushed with something and just be dead. Like is that <laughs> hologram? <laughs> nope. He's, this is just his a body. ten minute scene of them like, exactly, like poking at his body, <laughs> putting their the, fingers underneath like, his nose. Yeah, John Wick quadruple tapping everybody that he kills. That would be so awesome. Yeah, like, just to watch Tumblr shut down because Tom Hiddleston died on screen. <laughs> oh my god! What if he died next to Benedict Cumberbatch? <laughs> There'd be no more internet. <laughs> no, there'd still be all the cats. It's true, and the cats will reign. We'll They're just biding their time. They'll take the throne. Until these two men are down. Um, Guardians 2, that'll be good. Um, <laughs> it's true. Explain to me the Inhumans. Do we have time for you guys? Or explain to the rubes out there, the Inhumans. Not me, I know. All the I casuals. Yeah, all the casuals. The casuals. I, in humans, in humans are basically mutants. Yeah. But okay. But they, they have they have a coming of age ritual. They're on the moon. They live on the moon. Okay. In a city called Adalan, and they have a coming of age ritual where they enter this forbidden area that is populated with this mist, this like misty shit called the Terrigen Mist. And if they emerge, if they come back from like this kind of, it's almost like a, like a Native American kind Vision of like quest, yeah, yeah exactly. Um, then they have powers, okay. and they all have weird powers. Like they're they're like the out out even more out there version of the X Men. And the only character that's super exciting is Black Bolt, who's the king, and he just can't talk because his voice is so powerful that he destroys planets. And his stuff. name is Blackagar Boltagon. It's true. That's how okay. awesome is that? And his wing things are are uh, really sweet. And Gene Simmons based his costume and kiss off of Black Bolt. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. 
that's awesome. So true. that just needs to. That's all you need to know. So you're saying Gene Simmons? So so, so what I'm saying is, again. Inhumans should be a rock opera. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to take back then the and Guardians the, thing. And the hilarious thing is that everybody seems to be speculating that Vin Diesel is going to play Black Black mm-hmm. Bolt, which is awesome because he doesn't talk. Yeah. And Groot. It's complimentary. He is he is yeah. voice of Groot, body of Black Bolt, <laughs> <laughs> and he would honestly be good for the role. Like that's fine. Yeah, so. he's got, he's got the imposing figure that Black yes. Bolt has. He's yeah, you know, and, uh, it could be cool. They could just paint the the suit on his body. I'm, you know what? No, I, I noticed when you announced all the release dates, the ones coming out in November are the only ones I give a shit about <laughs> because it's Black Panther, Doctor Strange, and Inhumans. Yeah, and those are the three I'm really excited about. Yeah. Normally, yeah. I'm opposed to casting cho- choices that are very safe and predictable, but I think I don't think Benedict is like the A lister that I think a lot of people seem to think he is, or, or like because they know his name. They're like, oh, he's a, he's a star. That's kind of... And I'm like, he's really not a star, though. Right. What has he been had a starring role in besides, like, Star Trek? I, I don't know. I think Sherlock's so huge that people are like, Sherlock, that's Sherlock. But... I think for... Yeah. And then I, I just get kind of... I don't have... I think he's good. I just... From what I've seen him and I just... When you spend a lot of time on the internet, you get cumber batched out. It's true. So, I mean, and that's more, I think that's my issue, not, not Benny's. So I think, I think it's a very divisive, uh, right. The, the, the cumber batch factor is very divisive for, for a lot of people. I think it would be really good. We'll see. I, 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 like I said, I think he'll do a good job, but I do, I agree with Tim in that I think it's safe. I want to, um. Yeah, I want to take back the Guardians-y thing I said about Inhumans, too. I don't think it should be as light and fun as Guardians, because I think it would be cooler if it was, now that I think about it, more grounded or a little more serious, yeah. because then they, those two could kind of play off each other. I think Guardians did a good job of introducing um, the kind of cosmic element of Marvel that It'd be way. cool if they popped up in Inhumans for a second. Yeah. It, it should I could, be in I could see that happening. But. Also, uh, in Inhumans, there's a giant teleporting bulldog named Lockjaw. That's... What I remember. Okay. Who is Black Bolt's, like, boy. Yeah. yeah like, BFF. He's a huge... I mean, he's the size of, like... That... I remember Lockjaw. He's huge, and he has a little tuning fork on his head, and he can teleport <laughs> through dimensions and shit. It's awesome. <laughs> it's so good. And he has kind of a mustache. It's hard to describe. You just... Listeners, just Google Marvel Lockjaw, and you'll see. And yeah. tell me you don't want that on screen immediately. <laughs> don't search Lockjaw with no safe search. It probably would be horrible. <laughs> Do it, live a little. <laughs> All right. Um, Tim's deep web corner <laughs> of the podcast. Any anything else that we really want to say? Infinity War, cool. I think it's incredibly likely that people are gonna die. It's about time. I think with this and suppose like there's there's stories out there now that the Avengers roster is gonna really change by yeah. the end of Age of Ultron, even. Yeah. But I don't. The thing about Infinity War and the Infinity Gauntlet story is like, yeah, people die. Like, yeah. like everyone dies. Yeah. <laughs> the Infinity Gauntlet stuff is going to be for me the biggest bummer of Spider-Man not being in the uh, in the Marvel universe because those are my favorite Spider-Man stories when he's completely outmatched by everybody around. Yeah, him. yeah. He's a huge. I mean, he's a huge factor in Civil War too. So yeah. he's kind of the the pawn that's caught in the middle. Yeah, and they, and they end up trying to use him like politically to. Try to win favor. That's the thing. Civil War could be really interesting. I just, yeah. And this is like this is nothing but pure crisis mode for the Avengers from here on out. Like it's Ultron, and then it's Civil War, 
Or then that's no, the, then it's then it's in what is it? I don't know. That's the real like <laughs> the real the real question to me is like what in the hell are they gonna build to? Where do they go after the Infinity War ends? They reboot it all. See, really? I mean, they really? They have to. They're gonna have like Anne and who in humans movie out of the gate. They're gonna have I mean, Anne and yeah. Miss Marvel movie out of the gate, and they're just gonna reboot it and be like, "All right, forget about all those people. Here's your new Thor. Here's your new Iron Man. Since they died, here's your new like maybe. That would be massively disappointing. Would it though? I would be massively disappointed. Why? Because they've constructed this universe, and there's miles upon miles of characters that they haven't even come close to touching. Okay. Like, I'd really love it if they would live in this universe and just continue to move on with that. Like, maybe the fact that Doctor Strange and the Inhumans and the Guardians are going to be bigger means that they can just stay off of Earth for a long time. They don't even touch. Yeah, I mean, so what if everybody, like, that we've met thus far dies or goes away? Like, they could still continue it. That's fine, but if you're saying that they're just going to reboot everything after Infinity War, then what's the point? Oh, well, I mean, maybe they, they don't have to build to something. Maybe Infinity War is the culmination of everything they've done so far, and then they just don't build to anything, and they just have... So, like, Phase 4, there's no Phase 4. No, it's, it's just, just, hey, we're making movies. Here's Marvel's, Marvel movies. Yes. I don't see them dropping their game like that, because this is their shtick, but... But it doesn't have to be. I mean, they they don't they don't have to. Hey guys, be... stop doing that thing, making you billion dollars every few years. <laughs> they're they're still gonna make money, probably. They don't have yeah. to be building because eventually people are just gonna get exhausted from it and be like, like, I'm already exhausted. I almost don't give a shit about an Infinity War because we've been it's been dangled. The carrot of it has been dangled in front of our faces for <laughs> no, so long, I mean, for yeah. two years. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry, two years is a long time. It's going to be how much, six years after Avengers before it finally like comes to fruition, the little seed that was planted. Yeah. That's so long. And if they're going to, after Infinity War, they're going to be okay, now here's another eight years before we do this. Like, <laughs> no one cares. People are going to stop seeing movies. It's like, it's like <laughs> Narnia because, like, yeah, there's seven books. We were just talking about that. Mm-hmm. I, I will bet you that no, there's a very small pocket of people that are actually saying, like, keep making those movies. I want to get to the seventh one and close off the Narnia story. I don't think anybody cares. Well, that's... Yeah, nobody cares. That's why they stopped after three, probably. I think it's just but, exhausting. Well, the thing, the thing about those movies and with, with these movies is that uh, we're going really long. I don't know why I haven't stopped us yet, but... <laughs> <laughs> with with Narnia, I think, um, like I kind of told you, a lot of the books end up being about ancillary characters. This isn't like a seven-part Lord of the Rings. This is like book four is about the kid of the people who originally discovered the wardrobe. And so it gives them this kind of built-in transition and of like doing things differently and starting from a new place. So, like, I don't... Like, that fatigue isn't there for me. Like, even even in all this, like, I don't... I'm going to see all these movies, and I'm not going to be the dude at the end of, like... I'm not going to be the guy that's like, oh, what is all this about? i got to go back and watch 20 movies in order to get up to Infinity War. That's not going to be me. That's not going to be you. That's not going to be Tim. That's not... So, it's... We are a very... Poor sample, oh, though, for absolutely. this discussion. Look at everybody that's completely loving on Civil War and eating up every drop of it. That's why they're making that movie, because it's going to make them a billion dollars. It's true. But 
I it's it, I don't know. It's I'm gonna skip a couple of not these movies, probably the DC ones. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I was looking at these, and I'll watch the Marvel movies because I've always been more of a Marvel guy. But yeah. then like DC's making a bunch of them, and I'll watch the ones of the DC characters I like. But like I'm not gonna watch a cyborg movie. I'm not convinced they're all going to come out. <laughs> not, not convinced either. <laughs> That's the thing. I, I don't know what Marvel's plans are going to be beyond Infinity War because Marvel Studios only makes superhero movies. And if the superhero bubble bursts, yeah. Marvel Studios is closing down because that's all they make are superheroes. Well, that's the nice thing. They'll, that... Maybe they'll go into TV and stick into TV because that might be a better medium for that. And I think that what you're describing, that what are they going to build towards TV is a better medium for that anyway. Because yeah. you naturally have the time to build towards something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I'm really sick of these events. Like, even in just com- comic books, I think most comic book readers are really tired of events. Because that's all Marvel does is event, 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 event. They just want stories sometimes. Yeah. If after Infinity War they say, hey, we're just going to make, we're going to make a Captain Marvel movie. We're going to make another Inhumans movie. And then we're going to make uh, an Iron Fist Power Man movie, and then we're gonna jump Daredevil over the big screen, and like that kind of thing. And maybe they will not have any giant events, and they'll probably still make a lot of money because they'll make good movies. Yeah, maybe not. No, I agree with that. We'll see. Like their 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 plans, I'm more intrigued. At this point, I am more excited for the DC movies because I want to see something new. Yeah, I'm tired of Robert Downey Jr.'s face. I'm tired of Chris Hemsworth's <laughs> face. I'm tired of Chris Evans' face. Love you guys. Don't care about the characters. I don't know how you get tired of Chris Hemsworth's face. <laughs> it's good. It's a good face. <laughs> you got a nice face, Chris Hemsworth. But I'm excited to see something new. And uh, you're not chomping at the bit for Thor walking up to Cap and being like, "I would follow you into hell." Like that's not. That's not still. You're not. You I don't, don't know. Want that to happen? I would love for it to happen. I'm not convinced it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. I have no indicate. And even then. I'm not sure I'm going to feel the same excitement as I did the first time they were on screen together because I've seen so much of them on screen already that I'm just kind of like, okay, there, there's another movie with them. Cool. All right. You know, it's just... Uh, it looks like there's something to that, yeah. It's worn off. No, that's kind of... Yeah, and that was... I don't know. How much longer are we going to go here? Uh, we got another 30 minutes. We're not reviewing John Wick anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have to do that. Let me... <laughs> I think I'm going to go through and trim out some of the non... Yeah. Well, that's a bummer about... parts. Like, it, it was so weird. They announced Guardians 2 and... I'm really excited for Guardians 2, and then I just look at all the schedule, and I, it's 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 weird. It like took away from the excitement of Guardians 2 for me for some reason, just because I'm like, Ugh, there's no like, yeah, I don't feel like I'm the just anticipation as yeah. much as I did. It's weird because I know we, I'm gonna get like used 90 to, more. We, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we used to have maybe like a year out, we knew stuff, mm-hmm. and we're like, oh, that's cool, and, it, and now it's just like the the info dump really does kind of ruin it a little bit. Yeah, I interesting. Think. Now it's time for a review of John Wick. Yes. Starring Keanu Reeves, synopsis on IMDb says, An ex-hitman comes out of retirement to track down the gangsters that took everything from him. So, uh... <laughs> everything. <laughs> yeah, quote-unquote everything. Um, John Wick. I forgot to make my John Wick Bozeman joke. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. There it is. Go, back, go back and plug it in somewhere, guys. <laughs> yeah, during that, during that part you're going to cut out, just have my whisper. John Wick Bozeman. <laughs> Um, so, we didn't have a lot of lead-up to John Wick, necessarily. Their trailer came out. There wasn't a lot that was happening. I think I remember reading, like, an article about it a long time ago and be like, okay, I like Keanu Reeves. Yeah. Uh, I didn't know this was a movie until, like, three weeks ago. That's, that's, that's <laughs> probably a good way, yeah, it's yeah. a great way to know. Um, I didn't see a frame of this movie before we went into it. 
That's, yeah. I saw one trailer, and it ended up, I didn't feel like it hurt too much. But we'll, 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 we'll talk about the movie. Uh, yeah, there's no, like, preface to this. No, what's come from the directors beforehand that we could really well, say. They were they were stunt guys on the Matrix, right? They're yeah. they, they, they've very, done a lot of stunt. They're very career stunt guys, which yeah. is really interesting. Yeah, and like a lot of stunt coordinators do. Uh, one of them, uh, David Leach in particular, is an actor who's been in a lot of stuff. A lot okay. of stunt coordinators act too. Yeah. Um, so it's it's really interesting where they're coming from, and it explains a lot about the movie. Yes. So, John Wick. John Wick Bozeman. <laughs> Nick, what do you think about the casting of John Wick Bozeman as? No. What do you think of John Wick, Nick? Well, Nick's Wick thoughts. Uh, <laughs> quick Nick Wick. Nitpicks. Um, no, I, I really liked it, actually. Like, yeah. A lot. <laughs> like, it was really sweet. It starts off terrible. Like, I was like, this is such a bad movie right at the beginning. I was like, this is terrible. And then it... It had a lot about it that just was very huge turnoffs for me. Like the, not the opening scene so much as like the, the the establishing stuff that follows. I was like, whoa, <laughs> this is so like student filmy. A lot of it, and but then it quickly like I realized that that was kind of <clears throat> the the kind of mundane routineness of it was mm-hmm. kind of by design, mm-hmm. and it helped lay the bedrock for this character. It's it's a really I gotta be really careful with this movie because I think that because of how cool it is, I have a tendency to, to immediately think it's good. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's really a good movie or that the character's a good character because he's kind of not. He's kind of one note, but the way in which he's developed is so interesting and the way Keanu plays him is so... It, it plays to Keanu's only strength, which <laughs> is like being a guy who's who's really driven and who doesn't have anything to lose, which mm-hmm. is what the only role Keanu's good at playing, I think. Like, I don't think Keanu's a good actor, but I think he's really, really, he's amazing at this type of character. He's a, a better than anybody. It's the same type of character as Constantine, where he plays, he plays a guy in a position of power who's really, really, really good at something that no one else is, and he treats the whole thing like it's kind of silly. And, he, and he's just kind of above it all. And that's the way, that I, I see that in both those characters, and those, are, I think, are the two movies he's good in. Speed... No, whatever. <laughs> it's interesting because you say John Wick is driven. I don't think Constantine's really driven at all, in my opinion. But at least the movie incarnation of Constantine. Yes and no. Like he he is, but it's. I think it's a little more. He hides it more because he's. I think they're both people too that are he, really. He hides behind it. Yeah, they're both really worn out. Yes, yeah. and they're both. They know they're really good at what they do, and they're just. Like, they don't want to do it, but they just know how good they are. John knows that his fight's kind of futile. Yeah. So, I think Keanu was really good in the movie. Um, I would encourage anybody who is going to see it, and who doesn't know anything about it, don't don't look up the cast list at all, because so many awesome people pop (laughs) up in this movie with no warning. (laughs) Like, this movie is full of great white sharks that just roll up on you and you have no idea, and they just (laughs) chew the scenery, and it's awesome. Uh, The action is so good. This is this movie's a way better version of the Equalizer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. basically it. I was like, wow. Now if I go back and watch the Equalizer the whole time, I'm gonna be like, oof. This is John Wick. more like John Wick. Um, but no, I I really liked it. I thought it was a great time. I actually want to see it again very soon. Me too. So Me too. I almost went this afternoon. And <laughs> <laughs> you and I saw it last night. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, let me, let I've talked know, way too much this episode. Let me know. Let me know when you go because I will go again <laughs> for sure. Tim, John Wick. Oh, I hated it. <laughs> 
No, I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was kind of looking forward to hearing that. No, I, I know. I wanted to go like, no, I loved it. Um, it's it's a it's a direct video action movie <laughs> with a lot of talent involved in it. Yeah. And um, a lot of talent that's having a lot of fun, mm-hmm. too. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, man, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Keanu's good in this. The beagle is adorable. Yeah. Downwick's beagle. See, I didn't even know there was a dog in this movie. Yeah. There was a character. <laughs> I went and saw this with my mom, I should yeah. say. Oh. I, she almost walked out during this movie. I, I wouldn't blame her. Yeah. I guess we'll get into spoilers. Yeah. But the marketing spoiler, because there's this... Yeah, absolutely. There's this one... There's a t-shirt. Like, this shows me the people that made the movie get it. But it was a shirt of John Wick walking the beagle, and it said, like, um, dog's best friend. And it said, John Wick. That's awesome. <laughs> That's beautiful. <laughs> it cracked yeah, me up. I hope you saw that me. because you bought it for me. <laughs> um, no, Keanu is good at this. I think Keanu does, at times, have a certain... He works in these action movies, too, because he does have a certain zen-like... Mm-hmm. Quality to yeah. it, and he he pulls that off well in this, and he also works good with this kind of action too because he's very wiry. Yeah, like he's a wiry guy, and he's he's athletic. So I think I think that's probably why he works a little. That's what I forgot to talk about. Yeah. Is his physicality. He's very good for these kind of roles because you. I think it's pretty well documented that he is a very physical guy in right. his life. He's very athletic, and I think he. He brings that kind of intensity to to training for these movies, right? So it all seems very authentic. Yes, yeah, yeah. You always buy him, even though he's not the biggest dude in the world. Yeah. Um, the movie. I mean, the plot is pretty simple, mm-hmm. and I don't think it cares. Um, <laughs> nobody seems to. I mean, it's so. It's, and I can see why at the beginning because it's very ham fisted with how they set up John Wick. Yeah. But it it works because because the next. Like sixty minutes are so awesome. Yeah. Like it works because like it totally pays off. Mm-hmm. Like if they talk about how awesome he is and then he's not really that awesome, mm-hmm. like it's a bummer. But it, it works. Um, yeah, the this movie moves too. Like yeah. it doesn't. It never gets slow. I mean, it's lean and quick. I yeah, I really enjoyed it. It's not like John Wick. You know. <laughs> um, I really really love this movie. <laughs> It's probably going to be in my top ten. Um, guys, in a post-Haywire world, <laughs> this is exactly what I want out of a movie. This is so, like, not Jason Bourne oh, yeah. that I love it. It's so good. It, like, one of my favorite quotes from How I Met Your Mother, Barney Stinson's just like, quit it with the, with the shaky cam crap. That's not stylish, it's just lazy. And I... Totally agree with that. After seeing Haywire and after seeing John Wick, and it works in this movie. Well, I don't like. Yeah, it's. I, I thought it worked in Haywire, but mm. <laughs> um, no. I, I think. I think there's. I, I liked the beginning of the movie. Yeah. I like feelings and having them, and so I enjoyed being sorrowful with John Wick. Uh, it was I, a very sad Keanu. That's not what I was criticizing. Okay. Okay. Not at all. No, okay. no, no, I, I'm 100%. It may have gone a little overboard with some of the <laughs> insert shots, like, here and there. I was kind of like, okay. Yeah. I feel like I'm just blinking. Yeah. No, and, okay. I, I, I don't, I don't, I think, I think especially in the beginning, some of the acting feels kind of wooden, and, and... It's not even that... I, I have to get into it in this book. But I feel like in the beginning, some of the acting's a little bit wooden, and, and that, and that there are... 
it, it does feel really telegraphed, yet it doesn't feel like it's really trying to say anything either. Yeah. It's just like these things happened, and then it kind of dwells on them for a little while. It, it does a weird, but, it does a weirdly schizophrenic job of establishing why he is the way he is. Because it'll have a moment yes. of brilliance, like just simplicity, and then it just goes and punches you right in the ear with something, and you're like, "Whoa, dude!" Yeah, I saw. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, just kind of watching <laughs> John's journey unfold through this movie is really kind of beautiful. Going from point to point, point point to point, it's like you said, it just keeps moving and and never stops. I was entertained by every single moment of the action. There's some really, really, really interesting things about how they use the fact that somebody needs to reload their gun oh, in yeah. a fight. Yeah. Like they're just like and never at this point are you like, how many shots are in that clip? Because he's reloading it right in front of your eyes. Mm-hmm. And the fact that when he kills people, he shoots them and makes sure that they're dead. Yeah. Like, you're not... Nobody's going to pop back up and be like, Oh, John Wick. <laughs> but he's well, cool because he picks he picks his shots, too. Absolutely. The whole movie. Absolutely. There's no wasted bullets. Yeah, like, it's... The whole... There's so much kind of... Uh, <clears throat> he's so efficient. And, and, and the economy of his actions is so... <clears throat> beautifully choreographed that it's a, it absolutely makes sense that it's made from stunt guys kind of like you said it, it just that that lays out the whole movie for you but yeah I, there's not much that I didn't like the score feel it's really repetitive at points and like I'm pretty certain that they just use the same track a lot of the you think they use the same Manson track I Marilyn Manson track the score but I think yeah. but I think it's really really good it's done by the guy that did the score for Guardians so that's awesome there was one 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 of the one of the songs earlier on, I was like, "This is amazing," and I'm probably going to buy this if it's available. So it's, I I, it, I enjoyed it for what new stuff was there. I didn't feel like there was like a lot of expansion upon kind of the themes and things that that were set in place, but it was still really good. Um, everybody involved, all the actors. Mm-hmm. We'll get into that in spoilers, but all the actors, fantastic. And yeah, go see John Wick. I think that we can all completely recommend it. Yeah. I want to spoil um, it. Yeah. Yeah. I think we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll jump right into spoiler Terry here, and then we will be right back. Spoiler Terry for John Wick. John Leguizamo. <laughs> Dean Winters. <laughs> oh, man. Everybody. My MVP. Will, Willem Dafoe. Yeah, actually, Ian McShane was. What is the uh, What's the name of the guy that plays the villain? Because I loved him. Michael Lewis. Yeah, Michael Lewis. Yeah, oh oh yeah. man, he's good in this. Oh yeah, he did. He did a beautiful, beautiful. He was time. having a wonderful time. And I do want to say this is the first time I think I've liked Adrian Adrian Palicki. Is that how you are? Yeah. yeah. Since Friday Night Lights. Yeah. Like I haven't really. She hasn't really had much to do anything. I've seen her in. But I like her in GI Joe too. Okay. She, I don't remember she was, much. She was okay in GI Joe Retaliation, and and you know. Nobody expected the Wonder Woman pilot to be good. Yeah, that was that was a bummer. I think she did. Yeah. Well, <laughs> her okay. her and David e. Kelly alone on that island. But um, oh well, she wasn't alone on the island in the Wonder. That's a little Wonder Woman humor. Uh, Daniel Bernhardt, yes, the star of Future War, was was the older brother. <laughs> was the the really tall, lanky older brother kickboxer guy? He's yeah. also in Kickboxer, I think, and Bloodsport. Oh god. Oh yeah. And, as soon as I saw him, I was like, is that the Swiss star of Future War? I couldn't remember his name. Sure enough, it is. That's awesome. Like, there were a lot of, like I, like I thought, 
a lot of the Williams, people that were yeah. popping up, yeah, I thought Fred the Hammer Williamson was, was Harry in this yeah. movie. When yeah. he first stepped out of the doorway, I was like, <gasps> it would have made perfect sense. And yeah. there was another guy, and I was like, no, oh, okay. He's Harry still, was on the dude from The Wire, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lester, Lester from The Wire. Yeah, still cool. Um, yeah, no. Let's, okay, so we got through most of the actors. Well, like Wazamo's scene is really amazing. Oh, it's so... Like, he's only in it for a seat, and it's so good. It's so good! <laughs> he was really, really good. It's my... It's, honestly, that's... It, that scene alone kind of says... That there are so many moments of this movie where, like, Nick just straight on is like, what universe is this movie in? And I was like, I don't care what universe it's in because I love this universe. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's so... It felt... A lot, of the, a lot of the little ancillary characters in this felt like the ones in Drive, where they have... They have such little charactery things about them that give them like texture. Yeah. yeah. Like I always, I always, always uh, lo- mention whenever I can. Brian Cranston's character in Drive is so good, and he's barely mm-hmm. in the movie, but he plays that role with such like he breathes so much character into it. Like he probably was like, yeah, when I was a kid, it was a mechanic. It was just like that. Yeah. Always had funny little one-liners and was really good with like kids that were bored at the mechanic, and like he really breathes life into that character. And every single like little small role in this movie like Leguizamo and uh, and Ian McShane uh, and Willem Dafoe they breathe little bits of personality into these characters that even though they may only have 10 minutes of screen time yeah. they they do really really well with yeah. that well and I love what what you learn from John like what you learn about John from his interaction with all of these different mm-hmm. well there's a it, there's a very little character moment with like he knows John Wick is coming so he sets out the bottle or the uh, the glass of liquor for him yep. like as he's like he just knows he's gonna be there I thought that was so awesome Johnny cool. Legs knows yeah. <laughs> they all kind of yeah had their reaction where like they know he's coming he's like yep. it's like a weather forecast like, is John Wick heading this way yeah 35 miles an hour he's coming so in a way he's the worst hitman but it's kind of the best well, the way they the way they explored Hitman was really cool, and it actually, for the first time, uh, I think involving like Hitman and like in like media, something made sense to me. Something clicked finally because they have they have this place, they have this sanctuary, and there's yeah. rules, safe house, yeah, and there's a code. And you always hear this thing about Hitman, like, oh, they have a code, they live by a code, and you're like, fuck that, they kill people, they don't yeah. live by a code. But now I understand it because they're probably such high strung paranoid people. That it makes sense that they need to be they need to be able to trust each other in this one place. Mm-hmm. And suddenly, like that threat of somebody that was willing to to go off the Break reservation the rules, and go yeah. nuts was like I was like, whoa, that was cool. Yeah. And it was cool to see a movie where I where I bought a woman completely kicking a guy's ass, yeah. like or being like a, a viable threat. I was like, that's sweet. Yeah. That was really sweet. Much like Haywire. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Except good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, all the little uh, Willem Dafoe's 70s hitman outfit oh. was so good. It was like his with like his duster fabric jacket and his black yeah. turtleneck. I, I was like, oh, he looks so good. <laughs> I got so like, I didn't know Willem Dafoe was in this. And yeah. I thought, and like every time I see Willem Dafoe, I'm just like, oh, I love Willem Dafoe so much. Absolutely. Uh, he's he so was, great. He was dressed like, uh, um, oh, damn it, why am I blanking on his name? In Three Days of the Condor. Uh, Max von Sydow. Yeah. He was dressed like that. Like that's what I kept thinking of. Is he's got that kind of outfit and that kind of vibe. Mm-hmm. It was really awesome. And Ian McShane was like this weirdly kind of like he came off as almost kind of fruity. Like he was almost playing like like kind of a really gay guy who was trying not to be gay. And it's kind of like <laughs> he had this weird like these weird looks at John Wick and like his accent was very strange. Yeah. And I was like, he's really interesting. Like I'm just like I'm not watching Ian McShane right now. <clears throat> they all had these little little things like listen to the Leguizamo fucking pimp smacking uh, 
Alfie Allen was so awesome. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. That whole scene was great. And I think that was the scene, too, where I felt like everybody in our theater kind of was like... Everybody leaned in. This movie's going to be kind of funny. Yeah, yeah. yeah, no, this movie is really funny. Yeah. Yeah, no, that 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 scene absolutely just kind of like... Uh, <clears throat> Michael Nyquist's reaction to hearing what his son oh, did... Oh, that was where the comedy... just beautiful and it's so like you just absolutely from that moment you buy you're like alright everybody knows who John Wick is mm-hmm. like he knows his son's gonna die like <laughs> and it's and I and that's what I really loved about the scene with Michael Nyquist telling Alfie Allen what he did wrong cause you I, to me I was just kind of sitting on this, the edge of my seat like when are you going to tell him that he's a marked man that he's just gone there's right. nothing he can do about the fact that he's gonna that I I really really enjoyed that, and I also really enjoyed the the small interaction that John has with the cop that shows up in oh, this yeah. place. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, everything about John Wick was started to make sense and was cool, except for the scene at the Air Force Base, which I thought was really stupid. Oh, he's kind of he's kind of yeah. Was that him punch dancing? Yeah, his, his footloose moment. His like yeah, I'm gonna yeah. go and do. But why? Because some guy was an asshole to him at the gas station. Like it was really weird. No, I, to me it was more just kind of a like it was like the day after his wife's funeral. Yeah, he was kind of that's kind of how I took it too. It was I, like I just kind wish of it had been done in a more under like something that made any sense. Like, <laughs> he just did a bunch of donuts and then stop his car quickly in front yeah. of the bulldozer. Like, I was like, where is he? Yeah. yeah. What, what is going on? Like, yeah. I, it would have been cool to see him go into the basement just, like, do work on, like, a punching bag. Mm-hmm. And then may have tipped the hand too quick that he's, like, a martial arts badass. Not even martial arts, just, like, a sweet hand-to-hand, hand-to-hand yeah. combat guy. But I wanted to see something a little more... I don't know. Yeah. That scene just was really weird. I remember when yeah. I was like, no, oh, I, 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 I agree. Yeah, I just kind of established well that he's like a precision driver, I guess, or he knows how to handle his his car, but it was just weird. Yeah. It was, it was a weird scene. Tim, what else? Um, what else? No, I just thought, I thought the way they set up the whole, it's a little bit of world building, but the whole universe was just really cool. And mm-hmm. like, we kind of touched on it too, but I would watch a sequel and it wouldn't, it wouldn't even have to be with John Wick in it. Yeah. Like I just thought the whole, if it was centered around like it had, it had kind of a, yeah. something. It kind of a smoke and aces vibe too. Right. Some right. Of the side characters that you thought were cool. Yep. Um, I guess that was, it was, it's just a really like, it's a really cool movie. Yeah. Like it, it kind of, and that's why like it, it popped with me that it was the Matrix guy because the Matrix feels like that too. Mm-hmm. You, like you look back on the Matrix and it's just it, it's just really it's like very everybody's package. in suits and slick and yeah. yeah yeah I really liked it. Um, um, not much. We talked we touched on the scene. Dean Winters is hilarious in this. Um, yeah. I want someone a listener or if you guys go again to count the headshots in this. I was going to say that during the movie was I wanted a little headshot kind of... Like, yeah. During the movie, I was going to say, I hope on the Blu-ray there's a headshot Oh, God, kind of. that'd be beautiful. Yeah. Because there are a lot of headshots. Yeah. Yes. We should probably talk about the action a little bit. Absolutely. Because I really loved the way he held his gun at, like... He kept his elbows at, like, less than a 90-degree angle. Mm-hmm. kept it closer to his body, so he had, like, insane degrees of control over yeah. where that was going. And he kept it close so that nobody could... Like, as he was coming around the corner, nobody could disarm him. It was kept close to his body. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very cool. And it doesn't tip, yeah, it doesn't even tip your hand that you're crossing that, Yeah, exactly. Like, the one, the one dude like when he was a, When he was, he was so fast. Like, when he was around a corner, he was around a corner. Yeah. And he would already plan on shooting. Mm-hmm. Like, he would just come around the corner with the gun and be like, where's the head? There it is, boom. Yep, shot you in the head. Or even just, uh, the, the one that I really loved, and I know that you liked a lot, too, judging by the noises that you made, was when the dude... <laughs> 
the dude's foot is just barely he out shot of him in the toe. Yeah, he shoots him in the toe. Dude, yes, because anybody is... who's ever played a first-person shooter has done that shit. <laughs> That's what it felt like. Their yeah. hand, when they, when they, you see their gunner on the corner, you shoot him in the hand, and they yeah. go, ah, and then you shoot him on the counter. <laughs> oh, dude. I'm telling you, I regret so hard not making Gojo come to, come to this with us, because he would have had such a blast. Yeah. yeah. Because, yeah, it did feel very video gamey at times. And the shot, too, where he... Uh, the one that I thought was one of the funniest ones that I took with me after the movie was... When he's in the middle of whooping that guy's ass, and he's about to shoot him, and, he, and he, he's dry. Mm-hmm. And he, like, reloads really quickly yep. as the guy's trying to recover. And he looks all aggravated, too. He's kind of like... <laughs> shoots him right in the face and then keeps going. It was, it was hilarious. Yeah. And I was like, what is wrong with me that I think this movie is so hilarious? Because this guy... Like, what a maniac. Yeah. <laughs> The line that Michael Nyquist says, it's so funny, he goes, it's a car and a dog. And I was like, kind of, yeah. Like, this is a bloodbath. Like, yeah. It's like an old like on CNN, and I went, ooh. One guy who kind of looks like Dave Grohl went around and <laughs> shot up the greater Upper West Side. There's a, I also just want a body count in the movie, because yeah. he yeah. leaves, like, in each scene, it's probably a minimum of, like, 20 guys. Yeah, well, he gives the one, like, you get you know that 12 people died at his house that first time because he orders dinner for 12. That was a cool cleaner. one, too. I totally didn't oh, realize I love that. that. was, that was yeah. Michael David Kelly who played uh, the cleaner. Okay. The guy from The Warrior. Detroit native. Uh, the guy who was in The Warriors. Let's get him on the show. Commando. Yeah, I think it's his <laughs> name. Michael or Patrick David Kelly. I forget. He's got three names. Um, let's see. What else did I really love about this movie? I, I would I would love to I would love to have a behind the scenes David Patrick like I hope I hope there's a fair amount of special features on the Blu-ray just because I'd love to have them talk through just how Keanu was going to bring John Wick to life and what kind of just to kind of get the chore- choreography down of like how he was going to be precise and exactly what they had to do in order to get that to work would be really interesting for me to watch. There's a lot of very cool, interesting fighting. And a lot of the times, it, like, it doesn't feel to me that it was the the traditional ninja issue where you're sending one guy to fight him at a time. No, that was another thing, yeah. Like, it, 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 do, it does feel that he's got a lot of people coming at him at once, and he just starts to manage the threats really, really quickly. Like, I, I find that interesting. Like, I didn't... It wasn't an issue to me, like, oh, that guy was just waiting for his turn. It does, I, I didn't feel that way with right. this movie, which is good. I think part of it is because he's so damn fast. Yeah. But yeah. They're kind of like, these guys have never fought someone like that before. Yeah. We, the, the great line, he was the guy you sent to kill the boogeyman. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Did you like the, the Russian guy with the crazy mustache who was also an equalizer? Yeah. With the crazy mustache. <laughs> As soon as I saw him, I was like, I saw that guy get killed by someone in the scene. It's probably going to happen again. God, uh, yeah, as far as action scenes go, this might be my my favorite of the year. Yeah. Even better than The Raid. Yeah. It's close. Because The Raid did have... God, it's tough, though. No, that final Raid scene is the best. As a whole, though, The Raid did have moments of shaky cam. Yeah. I think. And there was... It's weird. This is so much cleaner and tighter. Absolutely. And... It's it's tough. This one, but if you would have told me that this would be up there with the raid too, it would be. Kind of like, yeah, right. so the raid overall trumps it because of the the sheer scale of the That's imagination the that goes into. But it's also exhausting too. So it's tough. yeah. Like I didn't want to go. Like I don't think we were basically just like I can't go see the raid again right now. 
this movie, I was like, I please start this again. Lot, this one's a lot, yeah. Yeah. I think part of that, too, that I think the stakes in the raid are emotionally are a little higher. Right, and right. John Wick, you're kind of like, if he goes out in a blaze of glory, I'm kind of cool with it. Yeah. I wanted to talk about the flash forward at the beginning. I was like, why in the hell? Yeah. What's the point? Start yeah, the movie. I, yeah, yeah. It was a great opening moment because it totally grabbed your attention because this car pulls in a shot and you just, your brain automatically says, the car's going to stop and park and someone's going to get out. But the fact that it rolls in at enough speed to hits. crunch into yeah. that thing, I mean, I went, and I think everybody in the theater did. At least it felt that way. And I was like, whoa, that's unusual. And, uh, but, yeah, a lot of the things that I was describing earlier that felt very lazy is like the opening shot of alarm clock going off yeah. and man hitting snooze yeah. and coffee pot and all that. I was like, oh. But those—that's the trade-off you're going to get in a post-Haywire world. If you don't want to, if you don't want a born movie, you're not going to get the good character stuff. You're not going to get the good the stuff like that from stunt guys. They were not. Yeah, they were not my favorite ways to do those kind of conventions. Yeah, you're not. I would have rather seen the shot of him laying there staring at the clock as it says five fifty-nine, and then it ticks over and he just gets up. Yeah, it's time. Like little little things could have made it a little more authentic to me. Yeah, but his Keanu's a really fun guy to watch. Just yeah. watch. Just because the way he interacts with the world is even interesting. The way he, <laughs> the way he would just pick up that puppy was really, really rough. I was like, whoa, he just kind of grabbed that little guy and scooped him right up. And like he, the way he puts on his coat, he's just he's such a physical guy. It's interesting. You can tell he puts thought into it. And he's very aware of how exactly how his body moves. Mm-hmm. It's very cool. <clears throat> Everybody's saying this is a renaissance for Keanu. Do you, do you believe it? Do you think? How was, I, I don't think you can say it's a renaissance until there's been more than one. Yeah. yeah. How was the Man of Tai Chi? Was it Man of Tai Chi? Man of Tai Chi, uh, as a directorial debut, it's it's interesting. Okay, I need and to I see wanna, it. I want to see more of it. I did not him. see that, nor did I see 47 Ronin. 47 Ronin was the other him, one. Him as an actor in Man of Tai Chi, not particularly, like it's not, it's a really weird villain role and it's weird. Consistency isn't necessarily Keanu's strongest. Yeah, uh, but. Um, I think he's really. I guess I guess I can say I'm I'm excited to see what he's going to do next. It yeah. was cool to see Keanu back. Yeah, yeah. Because I remember a time when he ruled the action movie world. Well, in like the late '90s, early 2000s. It was. I st- I mean, he's been he's been awesome at kicking ass for like 12 years now because the or longer because the action sequence in the second Matrix movie in the mansion is one of the coolest things oh, I've ever seen in my life. It's the only part of that movie I love, and that. That scene is—it's amazing. It's so sweet, and I remember thinking, like, "Man, where did he go?" Like he's just kind of been hanging out, probably just practicing, waiting for John Wick. <laughs> no, I think a lot of it was like he was definitely just kind of biding his time, figuring out what he wanted to do. Especially like he made side by side, yeah, just talking which to was a ton great. of directors, yeah. which is fantastic. It and, is. It's phenomenal. And then he basically took like. I've heard a lot of people talk about how Keanu is just one of those people who just wants to learn as much from you as he possibly can. And the fact that, like, he went around and talked to all those directors, and then he was like, I'm going to try and make my own movie and see how that goes. Like, that's really, really cool to me. And I was, like, he's done all kinds of things that I absolutely respect him for. Like, giving all of his Matrix money to the special effects team because that movie wouldn't have been what it was without the special effects. Or giving up half or whatever percentage of his salary to work with Gene Hackman and the replacements because they couldn't pay him enough money to work. Like, he's like, I want to work with Gene Hackman. That's a fun movie. Take my money. That's... I like Keanu for who he is, and I and I I love a lot of the movies that he's in too. Like, it's... I just realized I think the next thing we're going to see him in might be Bill and Ted Three. I was going to say, and I'm a thousand percent on board for that. 
It's that's entirely no, Villains at Three has always been the one movie, like series that I'm totally pumped for them to go back to there for. The other ones I'm all like, uh, Villains at Three, yes. Yeah, maybe yeah. maybe this is the domino that needed to fall in order for people to be like, we will now give you money for a Bill and Ted movie because. I mean, thinking of the term renaissance, I think it's interesting we're getting a lot of these, like, older gentleman revenge movies. Like, yeah. Taken has worn out its welcome. It did after the first movie, but <laughs> The Equalizer was, like, just fun to watch. Mm-hmm. I'm not clamoring for an Equalizer 2. Right. Then we've got John Wick, and we've got, um... Oh, God, there was another one in the last couple of years. I guess I'm just thinking Michael about Clayton, all the Liam Neeson-type ones. Yeah, there's a lot... Yeah, Liam Neeson, there are some It's kind of cool, though, to see, like, there. these these adult action movies again like yeah. the kind of movies that like your dad dad movies yeah, dad like movies, my dad yeah. would probably dig John Wick he'd probably think it's pretty sweet yeah did your dad like my it? dad liked it yeah quite yeah. a bit but yeah. I mean did he like the Equalizer as well I didn't see the Equalizer oh I thought you were you buy, you, I'm from northern Michigan and our theater my mom will not allow my dad to go to a theater because <laughs> she won't go with him because they won't go there because the theater always has like a giant green line down yep. the middle and yep. it's always terrible sound half the time they start the wrong movie <laughs> in the theater so she has she has banned them from going to the theater so my dad sees no new movies until they come out on DVD or that's amazing so when they come down here to visit we always go to a movie that's how you really wanted to see Godzilla and uh, so we went to talk about so you arranged a family visit to <laughs> basically that's so awesome that's beautiful <laughs> yeah I don't know if I would be Super excited if they were like, hey, John Wick 2 is coming out in 2016. I don't know if I'd... I mean, I'd be like, oh, sure, cool, John, but I just don't know what it would be about, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I, like, I'm not I'm not clamming for... Like, the only sequel that I would really, really... If they, if they, if they listened to our Equalizer movie, and they were like, okay, we're going to have uh, the Equalizer and Liam Neeson from Taken on this movie, and John Wick is going to kill them both, I'd be like... <laughs> Boom! This I'd is the, team up. This is the shared universe. No, I want him to kill them both. I want them to team up to try and take him down and just utterly fail. I want them to all how... meet at a dog walk park, <laughs> and they can just instantly, you know, like Denzel's got like a like a basset hound, something that's kind of fits his like, yeah, yeah, kind of look. Liam Neeson's got like an Irish wolfhound. <laughs> He's got his little his little pit bull. Yeah, that he scooped up and. Uh, and they're just hanging out and they look at each other like, oh, these guys are pro killers. Let's, yeah. let's have a super group. <laughs> Give you that movie. Sounds beautiful. All right. I think that's the end of our review of John Wick. Um, next episode. This is it? This is 100, right? This is going to be episode 100. I'll bring the champagne. Still don't really know what we're doing. What are we? Yeah. Uh, we'll get talked. We'll, we'll talk discuss. about that afterwards. But okay. Stay tuned for episode 100. We're going to try and do something interesting or special or something like that. Okay. Um, as always, feedback at MidwestFilmNerds.com. Let us know what you think of all this nerd drivel. Let us know what you think about... Uh, let's not do nerd drivel for 100. The, no. Yeah, no. Or let's do it, but let's do, like, let's no. get nerdy about something. There's there's no something nerd dribble. Else. Yeah. It's not nerd dribble anymore if it's something else at this point. Nerd dribble's very clearly defined <laughs> in my mind as us just dribbling about comic book movies. Okay. So, True. I don't think anybody wants to hear that, even this week. But Probably, maybe not. I don't know. I there don't know. it is. I don't know. We'll find out. Um, at MFM Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. Midwest Film Nerds Podcast on Facebook. 248-7335-MFN, which is 248-7335-636. We might listen to and play your your, your voicemail on the uh, podcast if you want to talk to us on our 100th episode. So do that. Come to our Facebook. 
you can you can see all of Tim's friends arguing about casting news and, and things like that. It was really quite entertaining. No, the problem was everybody else like the comments were out of sequence. Yeah, it. it didn't make it's, any sense. They need to use the reply button because for some reason on pages there's reply that's, buttons. That's on what comments. that was. Okay. Yeah. If they okay. if they if they would if they would use the reply button, then that would become a thread below it. So, like I, it's so stupid. Facebook's dumb, but. <laughs> Come and talk to us on Facebook. It's come. It's becoming a little bit more lively. Yeah, it's really um, dumb. Come use it. Yeah, basically. <laughs> uh, it's really make I mean, less dumb. You're on Facebook anyway. Yeah, and it being dumb because yep. I know I am. So come be dumb with us. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. John, thank you for our music and artwork. Uh, Kyle X Y, go watch a movie. John Wick Boseman. <laughs>